All right, guys, what is happening? So today we're going over how to organize your week for healthy eating, training, and general success. So I'm gonna give you five things that I typically run through with my clients because I think organization is really, really key for many, many different aspects of your life. And even if you're not necessarily a very conscientious or dirty person, I believe that some level of organization is very, very important because otherwise you're just kind of left with a volume of chaos that doesn't actually help you get to where you want to be. So we're just going to talk about mainly healthy eating and training, but this can obviously be extrapolated to many different areas of your life. So first thing is, what are you trying to get out of this week? Again, you need to be very clear on your goals. What are you trying to achieve? Is it fat loss? Is it muscle gain? Is it a performance goal? Is it for you to eat mindfully and improve your relationship with food, to reduce the amount of emotional eating that you're potentially doing? Or is it potentially just to maintain the results that you already have achieved? So you need to define your behavior goals that lead to your outcome goals. Now I've talked about behavior goals in the past. Uh, I may have called them process goals. They're basically one and the same. They are essentially the habits, the behaviors, the routines that you engage in that facilitate the goal at the very end that you want. So the result at the very end. And this is really important because if you are totally focused on the outcome and you forget that to get to that outcome, you need to engage in certain behaviors, then you're not going to be very successful. So define exactly what you're trying to get out of the week and then go from there and then actually start to create the organization based on what you're trying to achieve in your behavior goals. So that's the second thing then is relation in relation to your general nutrition and your general diet. So you need to be very clear on the ingredients that you need for your general meals. So your breakfast, lunch, dinner, if that is the setup of diet that you that you work upon. Some people have two meals, some people have four, five, six meals, whatever it is, but you need to be very clear on the ingredients that you're going to need for those healthy recipes. And then of course, your snacks as well. So what I use with my clients is a shopping list and a meal planner. So this is very helpful because it allows you to sit down and really figure out exactly what meals you're going to be having and then the snacks such as your fruit and your your high protein snacks and your treats and stuff like that and how all this fits into your week and this is very very helpful and it is kind of like the first step in properly doing meal prep generally i like to say that meal prep does not begin when you're with your pots and your pans it begins when you sit down with a piece of paper and begin to write out the types of foods that you're going to be eating throughout the week. So if you want that shopping list and meal planner, just shoot me a direct message and I will I will send that over to you. Um, my clients, when they sign up, they get a meal prep guide, which is a full guide on how to meal prep and generally set up your diet. But if you are interested in just getting the shopping list and the meal planner template, which is very handy, I will, of course, send you that for free. So the next thing is, when do you need to prep your meals? So this is the, this is the third thing, and this is very important because 
if you have a particular day that's very busy, there's no point you saying to yourself, I'm going to prep my meals on that day. You should pick a specific day when you're going to do your shopping and then whenever you're going to do your cooking, preferably on a day that doesn't mean you have to squeeze it into a very short time period. So that is very important. And also you need to consider the fact that Again, future pacing for yourself. When are you going to need to have these meals? If you know you have a busy Tuesday, then you need to make sure that you are ready to go for that busy Tuesday with your requisite meals, snacks, and all the rest of it to keep you prepared and future pace or future proof yourself for that busy Tuesday. So that's number three. Number four then is to be very realistic and flexible with your training so again we're, we're, we're switching over to the training side of things so your exercise so the key thing here is consider where is there an intersection between your what your schedule allows and what the goals that you want to achieve are so what i mean by that is we would all love to be able to train or at least some of you watching this slash listening to this will be would love to tr- to have the time and schedule to be able to train like a professional athlete and that would allow us to achieve you know some some pretty crazy body composition and performance goals but that's not 99 99% of us don't live a life like that so we need to be realistic and flexible which I'll get on to in a second when we're considering where our, our training slash exercise and workouts are going to fit into our week because we all have plenty of different elements of our life. Exercise is important, but if you decide that you're going to do seven workouts this week and your schedule does not allow that, then it's not a very intelligent decision. So you need to figure out where's the intersection between what's realistic in terms of what your schedule allows and what exercise and workouts you want to do to achieve your goals. So I think it's important, again, to sit down and figure this out even when you're whenever whenever you're doing your meal planning and your and your shopping and all the rest of it decide how this is going to work and the days that you're going to do this and this might mean changing your workouts to a particular time that allows you to do it done and have enough of a space in your day so that you don't need to feel like you can rush through it you know um and, and another thing is a lot of people find that oh i heard that working out in the morning is good well it might be good, but if it doesn't fit your schedule and there's no and it doesn't fit your general preferences, then there's no point doing it. So you need to be you need to be very clear on that as well, and decide on not only when you're going to work out, but how many times you're going to work out in the week. And as I said, be very realistic with this. Second part of that is to be flexible. So have plan B's in place, and and don't be afraid to move a training day forward if you need to. So if you're following a particular resistance training program, and for some reason you know let's 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 use the example that you normally train lower body on on a Wednesday but on that Wednesday you're just swamped or you're super fatigued or you get sick or something like that and you simply cannot train on that particular day so it's simply no problem to just push the push the, the that day to uh, towards Thursday or a day in front because as long as you're not training every single day and you're not under very tight time constraints and you're not working towards a very very specific goal like a competition or something like that then you're going to be there's going to be no problem pushing that um training day forward a little bit like i think sometimes people get a little bit bogged down in this notion that they need to train 
between Monday to Sunday and their training can only fit inside that time frame and a lot of people don't realize you can actually stretch that a little bit and a good example of this is some of my clients follow a 10-day cycle of training so their their day one does not repeat until after the 10th day so they kind of follow a 10-day split so something along the lines of an upper lower split so week one you do upper body lower body and then upper body again then on the second week you do lower body upper body and uh, sorry lower body upper body and lower body again so in that 14 day time frame or 10 day time frame whatever you want to use you're still getting the six sessions in and the frequency of uh, you're 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 still hitting the the right muscle groups or body parts um with the with the frequency that you want but it's kind of stretched further than a seven day time frame because i think sometimes we can feel a little bit constrained by that so then the last one is to have an idea of when you'll be hungry when you'll need energy and then your peri-workout nutrition so what i mean by peri-workout is around your workout so i think it's very important to be clear on your hunger signals and your appetite awareness because if you are the type of person that says i've heard that breakfast is a really good thing to have everyone should eat breakfast but you you don't be that hungry in the morning and you're trying to lose body fat these are kind of like two things that don't gel together very well so you're you're forcing breakfast into you you're trying to manage your calories but you're sort of almost wasting calories at a time when you're not that hungry now i just use this as an example because some people are super hungry in the morning and they need breakfast and that's perfectly fine but i think this is kind of where a little bit of mindfulness and mindful eating comes into play where we need to be clear on the times of day particular times in the day that we get hungry and that we feel like we need energy you know i think a lot of people are very aware of the slump after lunch so that sort of feeling of sleepiness and tiredness and, and just lethargy from the the period after their lunch and this is obviously caused by having the kind of being in the middle of the day and having a general dip in energy but also because of the digestive load associated with eating a big lunch so i think having a good idea of when you should when you should have certain meals and when you're going to need food because you're hungry or you need energy is, is a very important thing and that's a really good way of organizing your meals to optimize things around your hunger slash appetite and then your peri-workout nutrition is important as well especially if you are say doing a heavy leg session or something like that and you need a lot of energy for that then it, it will be important for you to maybe have some sort of a high carb high protein meal an hour and a half before you do that heavy leg session so that you have some energy for that particular session and then outside of that if say for example you're, you you have a muscle building goal although the anabolic window is not 30 minutes a lot of people think that you need to have protein 30 minutes after your 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 workout is finished that's not actually true um but i think it is definitely a good habit to get into to have a high protein or a, a hit of protein at least very close after your workout to encourage muscle protein synthesis and for you to get the most gains from your workout now it doesn't need to be super close to the time when you were working out but 
it, it definitely is going to be helpful for you and it's a good habit to get into to say right i've just done a workout i need to make sure that i get some protein and potentially some carbohydrates to restore your glycogen stores which um is important especially if you do any kind of cardio work as well um so those are considerations to make so you know maybe some carbs and protein before you work out um, or even just carbohydrates can be fine before you work out and then after your workout definitely try and get some kind of protein in there as well um, and that's going to be that's going to be key and then obviously we need to talk about your your evening routine kind of when you typically get hungry or potentially have experienced some cravings in the evening maybe for some chocolate and stuff like that i know a lot of my clients they tend to sit down with a cup of tea and watch some netflix in the evening and some chocolate or some biscuits or something like that is 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 a big part of that and a lot of people think oh you can't do that if you're losing fat well that's not true you can absolutely do that if you're losing fat and if you enjoy it um, but you just again need to organize your, tri- your your nutrition around that and maybe you need to save up some calories throughout the day so that you can account for a bar of chocolate or a few biscuits or something like that with your cup of tea when you sit down to watch uh, tv or youtube or netflix or whatever it is so some some big considerations there hopefully it has got some light bulbs going in your brain i know for my clients a lot of these things are very very important and whenever they nail these elements of organization in their life it just makes achieving their outcome goals as we talked about at the very start of this video so much easier and you know once you kind of nail these processes slash habits slash behavior goals all kind of the (laughs) the same thing once you nail those and once you've got your organization down then results just follow as a consequence of that so let me know what you guys think of this and as i say if any of this has been helpful um and as always if there's any other particular topics that you want me to cover uh, please just shoot me a message also shoot me a message if you want that shopping list and meal planner template quite happy to send that over to you and yeah thanks again for listening slash watching depending on where you're at and i will catch you guys in the next one peace